I dreamed of traveling the long road, singing my songs to that distant stranger. Yes, I know it's sad for you, but it's something I got to do. And I will be coming home, back to the mountains, back to being free from all there is to be. Coming home to live and the life I once knew. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Bedtime Bible Boys with Brock, Trey, and Theron TJ. Thanks Thanks for for listening. We love you, Mom. And you too, Gail. We are picking up again tonight in verse 14, where King Xerxes is throwing a banquet. He gets into a a competition of who's the prettiest woman on earth. He thinks his wife is, which sounds very flattering. But what's not flattering is when there's a group of men sitting around arguing about it. And you say, why don't you come show yourself off? Not modest and just not real comfortable. He gets mad because Queen Vashti refuses. So he consults the wise men. And that's where we're picking up. Do the wise men want to say what he wants to hear or what he needs to hear? That's the question we finished with last time. That's a good segue, good point. All right, verse 15. According to the law, what must be done to Queen Vashti? He asked. She has not obeyed the command of King Xerxes that the eunuchs have taken to her. Then Memucan replied in the presence of the king and the nobles, Queen Vashti has done wrong, not only against the king, but also against all the nobles and all the people of the provinces of King Xerxes. Sound like he's telling him what he wants to hear. What he wants to hear. For the queen's conduct will become known to all the women And so they will despise their husbands and say, King Xerxes commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, but she would not come. Basically, they're saying, if the women see her get out of line, they're all going to get out of line. (laughs) Verse 18. This very day, the Persian and Median women of the nobility who have heard about the queen's conduct will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. There will be no end of disrespect and discord. It's not disrespectful to not show yourself at a place. Right. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree, and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be repealed, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of King Xerxes. Let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. Then, when the king's edict is proclaimed throughout all his vast realm, All the women will respect their husbands, from the least to the greatest. In the New Covenant, women are instructed to respect their husbands. Men are are told to do what for their wives? To love them. Right? It says, wives, respect your husbands. Husbands, love your wives. You know, the, the husband comes with another line, though, when they talk about love. You know how it says the husband to love the wife? Hmm. 
the way Christ loved the church. C.S. Lewis does a great writing on this, is that a lot of people think of that and they say, oh, well, Christ laid down his life for the church, right? So it's basically saying, like, love your wife to the point that you would die for her. But there's actually more in it than that. Was the church, which is the people, right, who would follow Christ. Now think about this. According to their own works, the things they had done in their life, was the church beautiful or was the church hideous? Hideous. Hideous. If Christ doesn't make us righteous, are we are we still kind of righteous? Like no. We're not even a little bit righteous without Christ. Does that make sense? We are dead in our trespasses. Our works are like dirty rags. There's nothing that's pleasing to the Lord about the works of our flesh, right? He took something that was not lovely at all, in fact, that was hideous, and treated it as if it was the most beautiful thing that ever existed. His bride, the church. In a sense, to love your wife the way Christ loved the church isn't just to love her, but it's actually to elevate her to a status that's even more than what she is. It's to treat her like she's perfect, even though she's not. Even though she has flaws, it's to treat her and love her as if those flaws don't even exist. You couldn't imagine anything more beautiful. It's to treat her the way Christ treated the church, was as if the church was the righteousness of God, even though the church was not. That's how Christ loved us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Respect your husbands. Love your wives. From the least to the greatest. Of course, that's not what they said. They left off the love your wives part. They just said women will respect their husbands. And in verse 21, the king and his nobles were pleased with this advice. Didn't sound like the women got to vote. So the king did as Memucan proposed. He sent dispatches to all parts of the kingdom to each province in its own script, and to each people in its own language, proclaiming in each people's tongue that every man should be ruler over his own household. Again, no problem. No problem with being a man being the ruler of the household. That's a good thing. A man should be the leader of his household. But what do we say is the trademark or the principal role of any leader? The leader serves those who are below them. That's right. The leader serves those that they lead, right? I don't look at mom like she's below me, and I don't look at you kids like you're below me, but I do look at myself as your leader, right? And so as a leader, I don't put you underfoot underneath me. Instead, I try to, as best I can, hold you up, even if that means I'm holding you up above me, right? Now, I don't do that perfectly, but the idea is that as leaders, that's what we're going to try, that's what we need to strive for is that we lead people in a way that puts them first. Where being their leader means being their servant. That's how Christ led us when he came to this earth, right? He served the people. He continually served and served the people. And he continues to to this day. Nothing wrong with every man being the ruler over his own household. I think that's a good thing. But in the context, what they're talking about is to a point where you have the right to abuse or what I would say even to an extent dehumanize your wife like she's now your property and that's not right we can all agree on that 
Mm-hmm. Like the way they did with slaves back in the slavery time. I, I would say it's like that. Because that's what they consider their slaves as property. That's right. I would say this is like that, where you're almost treating, they're, they're writing an edict, which almost treats your wife more like a slave than like your wife, the one you chose to be with. The It's like your best friend that you get to be with for the rest of your life, you know? But it's more obviously than a best friend because you also get to share, make you know, creating a family with the Lord, and and raising them, and loving one another, and that's special. That's fun. It wouldn't be special if it, it was a slave relationship. Like just go to the store and buy mom. That isn't cool. <laughs> you know what I'm Where saying? Where does that come from? I'm just because I'm. Are you related to? It to slaves, and so I'm relating it to, yeah. to slaves. Uh, yeah, that, that's terrible, right? It's evil. It's easy to see that. We know that that's wrong. We know that slavery's wrong. So here's what's happening. It looks like Vashti's going to get banished, and the king made a poor choice, and the people that were supposedly wise men, uh, they heard. They told him what he wanted to hear, and probably what they wanted to hear as men, of course rather than what was true and good and noble and, in my opinion, wise. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Takeaways for tonight. You guys don't have to worry about this, but as you get older, think about it when you get to that age. Wives, respect your husband. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church. And when you seek counsel, seek good counsel. People are going to hear tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You want to have anything else? No. All right. Simple tonight, fast. That's the end of chapter one. We will continue on in chapter two tomorrow. I love you, kids. Love you, too. You guys are good kids.